Welcome to After the Checkered. Josh, like the pieces, the broken trophies for Max Verstappen's last two weeks. We are finally back together again. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's been a minute since we recorded together. Yeah, it's been yeah, like three weeks. Three, 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 four yeah, weeks. Three, I couldn't remember weeks. exactly what it was. Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> I think forgotten. my microphone just fell over there. Yeah, you've forgotten how to do it. I've all. forgotten, yeah. Anyway, uh, beers in the podcast. What are you drinking? Hey, we've actually had a lot of beers tonight. Yeah, we've had yeah, we've had a few. Uh, I'm drinking Yingling tonight, and I also had a, another one of those Deschutes uh, hazy IPAs. They have the uh, Haze Tron. Haze Tron, okay, delicious. Yeah, good beer. I started with a. Uh, I I got like a Stone. Is it Stone Brewery? Yeah, Stone Brewery was an, an IPA pack. So I started with a delicious IPA, went over to a citrus IPA, and I have now uh, switched over to an uh, Odell Brewing Juice Tempo, Juicy IPA. So, oh, but that's good. It is really good. You yeah. want one? I got one upstairs. You want one? Yeah, I might have one. All right, I'll get you one in a minute. If I can keep my microphone from falling yeah, no, over. I don't, know what, I don't, know, what, I don't know what happened there. I, yeah, I got excited. I'm back I in know. front of like a actual microphone. Now. I know. Well, it's exactly yeah. It's you, I got a microphone. I don't have yeah. Like I'm actually here. We're here in a recording. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, this, I, this I mean, last week when I did it by myself, I made my dog sit across from me, and he just stared at me the whole time. I think right. he, I'm pretty sure he fell asleep, which I don't blame him. But yeah, you know, I mean, if, I'm not, if we're not talking about bacon strips or uh, Newman's own dog treats, he doesn't care. He's probably like, who is he talking to? What like, why, why, why is he still talking, and who is he yeah. talking to? He's, probably, he's, he's just crazy. looking around the whole time. Who is he talking about? Right. He's going crazy. He's just yeah. talking to himself. I don't know. Did you just hear him rumbling upstairs? Yeah. yeah he, he knows we're talking about He him. knows. All right. Enough of my dog chat. This uh, is not a dog podcast. Not a, Oh, is that what it's going to be? Not yeah, a dog podcast. Not a dog okay. podcast. That, that works for me. Not a not a dog <laughs> podcast and apparently not a microphone podcast because I keep knocking this thing over. I might have yeah, to like... Uh, Watch your towel. No, I think it's the stand. I think I set it up wrong. I don't know. I've been drinking when I set this up. It does look wrong. I think it's supposed to be... Here, let's see if I can shift it here a little bit. You're I think, make, I think that make, might... Yep. There that we go. That might be better. A little more stability up front. Yep. Listen, we're still amateurs. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. We're definitely um, amateurs. Yeah. You want to get into racing or we got some nonsense we want to talk about? What kind of nonsense you want to talk about? I don't know. I mean, we this, are, this, we this always have nonsense. We are not story. a nonsense podcast. Uh, I would I would say we're like 50% nonsense podcast. 50? I was going to say 70 for yeah, being a no-nonsense podcast. Being, I was being, yeah, I was being uh, a little generous. I mean, I think we're almost assuredly a nonsense podcast. We try to talk about racing. We try to make it a little about racing, but. We'll talk about racing, although not jumping too far ahead after, after today, we got like three weeks off yeah summer break we're gonna have to do some we're gonna have to come up with some interesting content for the for the weeks off roadhouse roundhouse we might do a little roundhouse roundhouse i'm roadhouse. thinking yeah i'm thinking like maybe we do like a watch through of driven like <laughs> no or like we watch yeah like i'm thinking maybe we talk about like you know just sort of old c old f1 seasons or something like i think that'd be fun we could do, we could do that. We could each pick an F one season to talk yeah. about, or yeah, like, or just pick a like a race. small, just a yeah. race. We kind of did race. that with um before the season started. It was like, what is your historical race? We kind of yep. did that. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, like we just pick a fun race to go back and watch. I've got a couple that I'm like, oh man, I think uh, the European Grand Prix in 2012 was a fun one at Valencia. That was a good one, and 
actually, we started watching a race uh, just now that it was going to be one of my historical ones, the epic wreck between Max and Lewis. Yeah. Which one? The one at Monza? Yeah. The when, one at when, Silverstone? Uh, Monza, when uh, oh, Max yeah, when, goes up over yeah. the top. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't even remember how that race ended. I just remember that wreck. Was that, that Gasly's win? Was that that might have been. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I think Spoiler it was, alert. I think it was Gasly winning that race. Yeah. I think. I'm. I can't remember. It was either Gasly or Leclerc. No, it had to be. It couldn't have been Leclerc. Ferrari was garbage that year. <laughs> well, hey, um, last, two weeks ago when you recorded solo, mm-hmm. you had your daughter on. You I were did. talking about Mario Kart. And then last yeah. week I said I got to ask, um, when she said Mario Kart's her favorite, which version of Mario Kart? So she's a big uh, Nintendo Switch fan. Okay, so I, I was going to guess the Switch, but I was like, you know, Koiza, an old soul. It might be Super Nintendo, I've, maybe N64. So that's, those things are like so hard to find nowadays, like a, you, a 64. or well, like, N64 hours, but you can buy those like newly made Super Nintendos. Yeah. Or what, what is that? Oh, let's ask my brother. What is it? They call it like the, ra- the Raspberry? Raspberry Pi, yeah, whatever it's, those are. It's like, yeah, yeah where it's got all those. the games in there. But yeah. I don't think it has Mario Kart in it. Like some of those, you, there's a few might. of them that might. But that, yeah, that one doesn't have. No, we've played... She plays uh, the Switch one with her nep- niece, with her with her cousins, my niece and nephews, uh, all the time. She absolutely loves it. I I do know down at the lake uh, we were playing on that uh, the Raspberry Pi device, and we were playing Blades of Steel, and my oh. nephew was like so ticked off that it wasn't like NHL twenty three. He's like, "How are you so good at this? How do you know where your players are going? They look like they're on paper <laughs> sliding on other paper." I'm like, "Listen, when I was six years old, this was it." This yeah. was incredible. When I uh, so this year during Memorial Day, my nephew challenged me to NHL twenty three. I think it was twenty two actually. Yeah, he challenged me to twenty two. He's like, hey, he he'd been playing a bunch. He's like, oh, I'll just I'll I'll whoop Koi. I'm gonna beat him. You know, destroyed him. Oh yeah, I mean I'm still good at like the modern games, but like oh, yeah. you go to Blades of Steel. I mean I'm untouchable. Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel was a super fun. One. You had to get the right. It was Blades of Steel, yeah, it was Blades of Steel where you had like the skinny guy. No, 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 that guy. was ice hockey. Oh, yeah. Bla- Blades of Steel was like actual NHL teams, and instead of like doing the jerseys, like their whole body, like even their face, like if you were the LA Kings and you were mm-hmm. the, the gold and purple, like their face was purple. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, um, no, ice hockey where you got the Ice pick. hockey. Yeah, you had the big guy, the, the the fat guy, the skinny guy, and the medium guy. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was like really guy. the first like uh, tactic-based Yeah sports game i think you know it was one of them yeah because you really had to plan things anyway oh man we could go on about some some vintage games there was an indie car race indie car racing game um it was it was on nintendo and my brother and i tried to play it recently and it's still extremely difficult um that would be a fun i would love to go go get so the one of the first formula one games i ever played was called like f1 world grand prix and it was for in nintendo 64 Danny Sullivan's Indie Heat, one of the hardest racing games ever, because Danny Sullivan had infinite turbo boost. Yeah. hate that guy. (laughs) Matt, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. The look on your face right now is just like straight. You you still carry that grudge. I, I respect that. Because I played it when I was a kid, and then I tried playing again when I'm like 35 years old, and he still kicks my ass. I'm like, how is this possible? I should be better than these games. I, I played an F1 game one it's time. It's a cheat code. He gets an infinite turbo. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's not fair. How do they expect or a 10-year-old to beat that? Just just be better. Yeah, I could be. I, I, mean, uh, I, I have won a championship on there before, but it's not easier. It's probably I remember it. playing this F1 game, and I don't remember what game it was, but it was 
it was like incredibly realistic. It was for PlayStation 1. And it was so real, like, I could barely control the car. Like, I kept spinning the car out. Like, because, you know, you just... Hold on, I'm going to look it up here. Yeah. It was... Oh, I'd have to look. I'd have to look. It was a game, like, I remember getting it at a a Slackers or something like that. Slackers? Is Slackers even still on? Was it just F1 Racing? It could have been. Or Formula One. Or there's F1 2000. No, it wasn't wasn't F1 2000, because that was made by... that was made by EA. It was yeah, probably F1 Racing was, or Formula One. I think it was One. Formula One ninety nine. Okay. Hey, you remember the? You know, one of my did we did we ever do our fa- favorite racing games on the podcast? Uh, I don't believe so. Because Hydro Thunder for Sega Dreamcast was one of the most underrated racing games. It's a boat racing game, but Hydro Thunder, oh, what a great yeah. game! That was like an arcade. It was game. an arcade, and then they put on the Dreamcast to put it in your home. Dreamcast Incredible. was. Dreamcast was fun. I played a lot Dreamcast of Dreamcast. Dreamcast was ahead of its time. I played a lot of Madden on Dreamcast. It was fun. It was really fun to play. Like Crazy Taxi, Madden. What was that? Hydro uh, Thunder. What was that jet ski racing game they had on N64? Ooh, that? Wave Race 64. Wave that Race was 64. a great game when you could do the backflips yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a good game. That was a tough game. Or the pod racing game from Star Wars. Oh, that was a good game too. It wasn't. Uh, was it Sebulba? He mm-hmm. could shoot the little electric bolts outside. That was kind of a Guy's kind a of dick. a cheat kill. Yeah, he's basically the Danny Sullivan of the Star it Wars was, world. Like it was a dick. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, we just went on Not like a, a nine game. minute tangent yep. about random. Not racing a video games. game podcast. Well, but there's a, that's something else we could talk about though. Let's talk about like different racing games. Okay. And we'll keep that on the back. Yeah, bar. we will. All right. All right, um, you want to get into racing? Let's get into some Let's racing. Let's get into racing. We had a big um, weekend this weekend. It was. Uh, before the, what was it before? I don't even know if it was before. Anyway, Max gets a five-spot penalty before qualifying for Oh, yeah. It was after, after the sprint. Wait. No, it was before, no, it was, it was before qualifying. It was before qualifying. It was one of those things where they they'd scheduled out and knew that it was going to happen. Yeah, so he um, swapped his transmission. Um, right. They knew it was going to happen, so they got the penalty. But then uh, going into qualifying, qualifying was interesting. I got Checo. He finally, finally makes it into Q3 for the first time in five races. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, Not the best showing in Q3, but he made it to Q3. Um, I actually, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so I guess what was it, last week? Uh, No, last week, yeah, he had a decent qualifying. He qualified eighth the week before. This week did a lot better. So you originally qualified, was it, I guess it would have been third. No, fourth. And then with Max's penalty, he bumped up the third, right? Yeah. I'm catching myself off guard here. Anyway, yeah, so Checo, yeah. Had, Checo finally had a good bounce back. Yeah, and he, started, he started, no, Checo started second. Second, year. so he would have been third. So he qualified then, third. Qualified yeah. third and then started this second. Week, yeah. Yes, yep. he qualified third. Yeah, but the, the I think the most interesting thing in qualifying was Max barely making it out of Q2. Well, Max barely makes it out of Q2, and then the drama really set in with his engineer. Yeah. And I have it pulled up here, so um, I, I just got to say, I loved I loved the response from the uh, the engineer here. Right. Because really didn't take anything from Max. So, so Max basically just said, we should have effing pushed two laps in a row, like I said. Um, the engineer just said, you're through, Max. Like basically, yeah, you made it through. You, yeah, you, Shut you up. made it through. And, yeah, you made it. Max through. says, "I don't give a f if I'm through in P10. It was shit execution." Yep. Max, you made it through. Who cares? 
He's right, though. Most bad execution, Max. And then the engineer comes on and says, okay. And then when the track was two seconds quicker in your final lap and you didn't have any energy left, how would you have gone? How would that have gone down? But you tell me what you want to do in Q3 and we'll do it. <laughs> That's fuel run plan. Yep. I mean, bad execution, but the engineer's not wrong. Like, no, he's not. Engineer's job is get you to get you into Q3. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, this guy, like, Max, shut up. He got right. you into Q3. He he right. did he did what he did what if if you'd have done it your plan, you may not have made it in. Right, and and just by default, Max would have used up all of his. You know, it's not a curve system anymore. It it's essentially that. But Max would have used up the battery that he had built up and saved up for that lap. Max would have used that all up in his qualifying lap, and he would not have had that for the second lap that he was going to go around. Right. I mean, what would have happened is exactly what happened. Max would not have improved his time. I don't think. I mean, that maybe that Red been, Bull is faster. May have been marginal yeah, at that point, did, based on his marginal. time. So right. yeah, um, engineer was right here, Max. You're, you're, and this goes on later in the race when he made the pit stop comment. Um, his ego is just getting to him, and I was I happy mean, to see the engineer kind of set him in his place and not not take right. it from him. You know, I think and. I don't know. Some sometimes people think that it's just all what Max says goes, and this engineer's like, "No, my job was to get you to Q three and right. set you up for success, and I right. did that." Right, and that's yeah. I mean, you're right. Max needs to. I think he's got. He's just won so much, and he's been. I mean, he's qualified first, and it's like he's he's just used to leading every session. In a way, it's admirable because hey, you're like that's hey, competitive. He didn't qualify first. Every session, almost every session. Hamilton beat him. That's well, Straight that's up. true. Yeah, Hamilton took him at, at Hungary. Um, and Checo has gotten a pole here or there, but and and you know, maybe maybe an odd Q3 or Q2, sure. But it seems like, like it Max is damn near is, is leading the tables in every session that counts, every sprint race, every qualifying. He's not if he's not first, he's second. Yeah, and well, he's. Only been second, what, once? Yeah. So. And he has, I mean, he's, he's won, he's won every sprint and every race for basically since, when was the last time Checo won? Miami? Yeah. Early. Was it Miami? Early. Or was it Azerbaijan? Did Checo win Azerbaijan? Oh, Street King, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Checo won Azerbaijan. Yep. And, and that was, yeah, so that was, Baku was the last time Checo won. Right. And Max didn't. So... The rest of qualifying for the race with the penalty, Max um, drops back to fifth. Leclerc's yep. on the pole. Um, Checo finally makes it to Q3. Kind of talked about it. Max almost knocked out with his whatever with his engineer. Yeah, Checo had a, Checo had a good lap in Q3. So did so did uh, Leclerc. Leclerc's. I, I think Charles is you know used to driving this track. He's won here before. He put in a good lap to have a better qualifying performance than what Checo had was impressive. And science was up there too. Science started fourth. Yeah, Ferraris looked stronger. McLaren not so strong. Well, I mean, Ferrari kind of strong on strong arm them into the wall later. Oh man, that was, that was, I get that. <laughs> I get that. But so first, first we have the sprint race. The sprint race, yeah. This is um, sprint weekend. I just want to say my bold prediction was kind of right because of the sprint race. So so was mine. Yeah, so I my said... My bold prediction, um, Yeah, I said that an Alpine would get on the pole. You said Piastri would get on the pole, and they did Podium. in the sprint race. 
Podium, podium. Yes. Yeah, yes. podium, sorry. Yeah, they both did on the sprint race, yeah. So I'm going to count it like 50%. It was. You know what? I didn't specify was, saying that it was going to be during the race of the sprint. Right. I'm, I'm glad that this this weekend wasn't kind of ruined by rain. It was sort of, it had an opportunity to be ruined by rain, and it wasn't, which is good, because it could have been just destroyed. I mean, I know a lot of the drivers are talking about quitting or not racing uh, if it was raining like crazy. Rain really played a big part in the uh, in the sprint race, and the, I mean they ran like five, four laps or five laps under un- yeah. formation laps. Well, like, it, it came. It was a big part of uh, practice too, mm-hmm. because not a lot of guys got full dry mm-hmm. practice. And I kind of said that last week when I did the solo podcast was that weather, it's spa weather is always kind of a factor here. And right. and you know the the drivers um, the drivers came together and said that if there's a lot of rain that that they don't want to race, and I don't blame them. We've seen. Sadly, we've seen a couple deaths at this track. It's Absolutely, that uh, yeah. what's the name of the the that famous straightaway bend? Camel's, well, it's Eau Rouge into that, the Camel Straight. Yeah. yeah, so that is Eau Rouge Radion and into the Camel. Straight. Extremely fun to drive if you're playing like a sim racer. Um, right. It's probably terrifying if you're in any sort of what I'm. I mean, shit, it's probably terrifying if you're in a car anyway. And you're not a professional professional driver um but the drivers came together and i don't blame them there's been a couple deaths and i think that they're they have a valid um argument to not race and um luckily that didn't come to that but right. uh, yeah the weather definitely was a factor absolutely yeah i mean it, it really was it, in the sprint it was interesting because you saw so many cars so the sprint starts they ran three or four laps under formation lap basically under you know pit under the behind the pace car uh, conditions, and then you see like half the field peel peel off before as after the pace car comes in, you see them follow the pace car on in to, to change into their tires, change into intermediates from full wets. I think it was intermediates to full yeah, yeah intermediates to full wets. They didn't go softs, and helped out. I mean, honestly, Piastri won the. He got lucky in that he got Piastri comes in, and he just manages to get. He doesn't have to wait for other cars to go by to leave this pit stall. He's able to just leave. And because he was able to do that, he was able to get out in front of everybody. Max comes in the next lap, and everybody else who didn't, Piastri just hangs out there. Piastri gets, um, you know, gets get, Max overtakes Oscar in no time, and that's it. Yeah, it, it was nice, though, to see two different drivers on the podium for the sprint race with Piastri and, and oh, Gasly. Yeah. Um, Honestly, at this point in the season, weather or and I hate I hate to say this, but weather or Rex is going to be something that yeah. gives us an exciting finish, or I don't want to say exciting, a different finish on the on the the number one spot on the podium. Yeah, there was a little bit of uh, a little bit of con- a little I don't know if I want to say controversy. Max and and Checo got a little western later on the later on. Oh the yeah, sprint. yeah. Lewis kind of hit him. Lewis got a penalty for it too. Yeah, you, so, well, you said Max and Checo, but Hamilton and Checo. I said Lewis. Did I say Lewis and Checo? Well, you I said, I said first you said Checo. Max, and then you said Lewis. I meant Lewis so, and yeah, Checo, it, yeah. I knew what you meant, though. Yeah. Ham- was, Hamilton and Checo kind of. Yes, kinda Hamilton and Perez. Tr- traded some paint, and uh, Hamilton ultimately gives a five-second penalty. Yep. Um, of course, Lewis, you know, in his opinion, did nothing wrong. No. But it I is what it is. tires. <laughs> Lewis always blends the tires. Actually, Carlos made a great move on uh, nobody. Czech. He made a great move on no. Nobody. He made a great move on Checo into Eau Rouge at the end of that sprint. It was a beautiful pass. No, that one was that was good. Yeah, that was good. 
That was, and it's one of those, you know, we'll talk about it later in the race, but late in the race, not, well, I shouldn't say, it was right after Max kind of took the lead from Checo. Uh, Eau Rouge is such a, for those of you who don't know it, you just have to look at it. You come out of La Source hairpin right off the start finish straight, and you go down a hill, down severely a hill, and then you go, you come up that hill going left and then immediately right and then left again at the top of the hill and you don't break you do it flat out you don't break you go flat out and then you go into a 90 degree right yeah and then you just left right left and then you're onto a straightaway into the camel straight into then, the into a chicane yeah down way down the street but the the thing is, is as you're going down the car presses itself to the to the track and as you go up to the top, of, that's why there's been so many problems with Radillon, the, the, the corner at the top of Eau Rouge. Eau Rouge is the name of the creek that runs through that drainage. And as you go up to the top of Eau Rouge, or of, after you get through Eau Rouge, Radillon is the, is the name of the corner that goes up the top. The car will actually lift up because you're coming up out of it being compressed by G-forces and you're going to the top of a hill and the, the car will sort of pick up a little bit and you'll lose a little bit of traction and it used to be a huge problem these cars now anymore it's not that big of a problem but it's a it's a challenge for setup with your car because you have to set up your car correctly for that yeah it's a challenge and in dry weather a lot of drivers actually really like spa for that reason is is for that whole i mean it the way that we described it there it seems like it takes forever but it's a handful of seconds but drivers Mm -hmm. do like it when it's dry right it's not Um, even yeah it's not even seconds just Split second, you're yeah. you're Eau Rouge riding on Kemmel Strait. I mean, it's it's. If you're listening to this and you've never seen it or you, and you didn't watch Spa or you don't know what I'm talking about, just go just Google Eau Rouge. And you will see it. it if amazing. you get on Forza, you can actually drive it. Yeah, in an F1 Rouge, car. O being E A U Rouge. Unbelievable. Just look up the if you're if you're gonna play it on like a sim or anything, just spa and, and you'll you'll know what it is yeah honestly just look up spa franc or show yeah and be good it. luck spelling franc or show <laughs> just google it's franker belt. champs <laughs> kevin is spelled franker champs that's immediately who i thought of when you said that. uh just fran ker champs chuck leclerc <laughs> who's this chuck leclerc guy he seems pretty good yeah kevin go with him franc or show uh you can just Google Spa Belgium yeah, GP. Spa. Yeah, just Google S-P-A. Spa. S-P-A, Kevin. S-P-A. Yeah, not the spa that you're probably thinking yeah. of anyway. Well, that's spelled the same way. Yeah, but it's yeah, the right. same thing. Spa, Belgium. Yeah. All right. Anything else with the, uh, the no, sprint race? No, no. It was uh, it was a fun. I mean, you know, it, it, got, it got to be fun. It was not the most exciting. The, I always forget every time they come to Spa how long those freaking laps are. I mean, you know, they... they it's the longest track on the calendar. Yeah. And, I mean, the lap times are, what, they're almost two minutes, aren't they? Um, close to it. Right around that, yeah. And it is just a long, long lap. And you there's a lot to the laps. There's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, you don't realize until you get there. No, I'm wrong. Totally wrong. It's a, yeah. What? <laughs> It's like, well, how wrong oh, no, were it's, you? A, it's a minute 47. It's a minute 47. Yeah, Lewis, well, you said almost two minutes. If, yeah. I mean, while well, in racing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Lewis set the fastest lap at a minute 47, 305. 
All right. Well, there's yeah. that. All well, right. Well, no, you know, hey, you know what? Verstappen Q1 a minute 58. Okay. Okay. Look at this. That time came down from Q1 a minute 58, Q3 a minute 46. Well, that's just what they do. 12 seconds between Q1 and Q3. Yeah, but his engineer has no idea what he's talking every, about. And, every, and this is not just, this no, is not it's, just it's them. Everybody. Every yeah. team did that. Well, they, they I think it's because that when that started was the Trek wet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then it dried out. Yeah, you're right. And I like the engineer said, when wet. it gets two seconds quicker. Yeah. Qualifying was wet. Anyway. So. You going to move on to the race? Yeah, let's move on to the race. Before we move on to the race, you need a beer refill? Yeah, I could probably. Do you want an IPA? I could. Uh, yes. All right. Gonna say I'll, go, to that. I'll, I'll go get an IPA. Hold on. All right. I got you another beer. You, you ready to go? Continue I'm on. Ready to go. Ready to rock. Okay. Let's get into the actual race here. So yep. the, the race was on Sunday. Lap one. Lap one had some drama. Had a lot, had a little bit of drama. That really was the. If you ask me, that was the drama of the of the weekend. That. I would agree. I would agree. Before we get into what I think is going to be our um, our biggest talking point here, did you notice at the beginning of the race, I think it was an Alfa Romeo, go like completely off the track for the second week in yeah. a row? Yep. Um, I didn't notice that. Who was that? Is it, was was it, that? Well, Botas did it last week, so yeah. was it him again? I, don't, I actually don't know. When yeah, we were, when, I, was, I, was, I was watching what happened up front, but so, I did notice that. So pre-race, Coy and I were just like um, watching the race again to talk about something, and I noticed it again, and it, it, yeah, two weeks in a row that – Alfa Romeo goes completely off. I'm guessing it was probably Botas. Yeah. He did it last week because um, Zhao Guanyu is like napping at the wheel. So I don't think yeah. he would have just veered that far off. But anyway. No. So yeah, Charles starts on pole. In quotes, pole. No, he was on pole. It counts. Yeah. They, they don't and ask how. They ask how many. Did they, did they count it? I mean, I guess they do. Yeah. Even though he wasn't the fastest. So, I mean, I, it is the shortest time I've ever seen a driver like just get blown by i mean just get wrecked let's 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 um, you know we'll talk about the drama here in a second well i don't know made it through I, no i just i'm gonna disagree with you because the week before hamilton on the on the pole <laughs> he dropped four spots in a matter of like a second oh that's true hamilton, so, a terrible start it was either yeah. hamilton or leclerc for the for the worst start it on the was, pole this i mean it, it, it was it was checo in the red bull which was much faster than, than anybody else and the whole thing was he Leclerc led him away through that first hairpin there, down a rouge, up Radion, into the Kemmel Strait, and by the middle of the Kemmel Strait, he was, he was passed. And Checo just checked out, pulled away. Yeah. And yeah. it was almost immediate that yeah. it was the Red Bulls were one, were one and four. But um, the big drama, now this is where Coy and I had a, a heated debate on it. Um, Sainz and Oscar Piastri get into, they get tangled up. They do. Uh, Oscar goes into the wall. Science has already locked it up. They both get damaged. Oscar retires right away. Science was it? Science drove on for a few laps. He they kept laps. going. Eventually, he retired. Yeah, he had to retire as well. So, Piastri had some suspension damage. I don't, I don't remember the damage that happened to uh, to Science's car, but it it did it put it did a number on their car. For so, sure. basically, it ruins what well. I don't even want to say it's going to ruin McLaren's day because Lando didn't even end up having that good of a day. He he didn't finish that. Great. No, but McLaren looked pretty average this weekend. Yeah, they after were they're showing the last two weeks. Yeah, I thought average. I was expecting more out of them, and yeah. even if 
Oscar doesn't get wrecked, the pastry man, I don't think that he's even competing or, or whatever. Now, no. um, this is going to go against, not go against, but I think that science probably had a, a better chance to have a higher finish than the McLarens. And it's also why I'm more blaming him for what happened. Um, I mean, so... He had the better car between right. him and the McLarens. Yeah. Well, Ferrari had a better car than the McLaren. Anyway, oh, so yeah. so the debate here between Coy and I is that there's an incident, like we said, that they both end up ultimately retiring from the race. I'm saying it's more on science's fault, but that it's a racing incident. Coy is saying that it's Piastri's fault. But that it's a racing incident. That I mean, it was. It was. I think it was science. Wait, wait, wait. When we were watching this, you're like, no, no. no I said, but Piastri being a, a, I mean, they're all racing incidents. So I, my, my, I know, but like the stewards agreed that it was a racing incident. There was no fault. So my thing is, is that I think it was the racing incident. And if we're going to give blame, I'm going to say fifty-one percent science, forty-nine. Well, yeah, and my and my point was the other way. It was just I I would say racing incident i you know i would say if you had to give a penalty if i was the racing steward for a day and i had to give a penalty i would give it to piastri but i really don't think there probably should have been a penalty there ultimately both cars got knocked out of the race they both, that's, they both got that's knocked out enough and and i definitely see your point to it um i just my my point is is that um and, and Carlos Sainz was quoted saying this, that he was so caught up in the battle with Lewis, which causes him to lock up, and then he cuts inward to avoid uh, collision with Lewis, right. which he should. But my thing is, is that at that point, he's not aware of his surroundings, and he cuts really far inward. He cuts off Piastri. And it's always easier, folks, again, we're not professional race car drivers. No. It's easier. We're watching this on slow-mo, and literally, Coy and I are like pausing play, pausing play, right. frame by frame. These guys are doing this at like... Split side, not even oh. like fractions of seconds. Um, my my point is though is that as a racing driver, you need to be aware of your surroundings. And science was quoted saying, "I was so focused on Hamilton, didn't even pay attention to who could be on the other side." And then he went on to recklessly blame Piastri for the incident. So his his quote definitely does not align with what his thoughts were on the race and again he's heated during the race but he immediately is blaming him and then when he quotes it he says i didn't even look to see if he was there and i'm like well it's kind of your job as a racing driver is to know your surroundings yeah i mean he pinches it, him off when and piastri was saying and i'll give you a minute here Coy, okay. that when piastri was saying is that when science locked up he was beyond his back wheel and he tried to break, but it would happen so fast that at that point, all he could do is cut inward. Science kept pushing inward, essentially forced Piastri off the track into the wall, caused damage by colliding with the wall and colliding with Science. Um, Science is saying he shouldn't have been there. Um, my thing, though, is that obviously Science locks up his wheels. He's on softs. He flat spotted those softs. His day's done anyway. He maybe salvages. If, if he avoids collision with Piastri, he maybe salvages a, a 12th place finish. So, I mean, I'll kind of start in reverse. Just to, as far as the flat spotting, we don't know. I mean, I I think he still gets points if he doesn't collide with Okay, with so he gets, he gets ninth. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he gets ninth or 10th. I mean, the reality is it all depends on where he, you know, what kind of gap it's he also, can build. Can he build a gap on It's also in reality that it's science and he's behind. He's going to drive reckless. He's basically a more talented Lance Stroll. 
I mean, yeah, he's not a, and I, I definitely don't think he's a, he's a good driver by any means. But so you look at, you look at science and, and what he did there. And I think that my big thing is, is that the situation going into the little source hairpin, which is the first hairpin off of that, is something unlike anything you see on the rest of the calendar. Agreed. It is an angled hairpin, whereas more of a tri- more of the tip of a triangle as opposed to a, a a straight hairpin. And so you have guys. It really squeezes when it gets to the apex of that hairpin. Guys will go to the outside. You cut across. You come back at, and you come out to the outside. That's the racing line. You know that. I mean, you it's, it's you know the racing line through that. You've driven it on video games. You know the racing line. Sainz was trying to make a pass on Lewis because he thought he had an opportunity and a guy shouldn't have been on his inside. I think, like I said, I think racing move, Piastri had to have seen him come across before he got inside his wheels. And if he taps the brakes, well, maybe Piastri gets him on the straight. Maybe gets him when DRS opens. I mean, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't think Signs would have gotten by Lewis. He would have been on in the inside of him, and then going down the hill into Eau Rouge, I think Lewis probably would have had him. Yeah, I think, I think Lewis, guess, I think especially because he locked anyway. his, he locked yeah. his tires up, and he would have worn that flat spot out after a while. But yeah, it's for me, I think it's a, it's inexperienced because if he doesn't do that, if Piastri doesn't go down in the middle try to force that move, and he backs out of it, he saves both cars. And I mean, obviously he doesn't care about it. He saves his car. It yeah. ultimately ruined his race. Right. My only thing, though, is that when you watch it from his in-car camera, you know, like you said, the drivers cut in and then they go back out. Right. So where he lined up on the grid, he didn't have to cut in because he's already on that line. And then when they go to cut back out, when, the other, when you see the other drivers, the drivers in front of him cut back out, Right when he should cut back out to go in, that's when Science locks him up and cuts in to go around Hamilton. He can't cut back out. Well, yeah, yeah, he should break out, but also at the same time, Science, you you made your deal. Like well, you yeah. cutting in right there, that's not what a driver should be doing. So while I agree that maybe Piastri shouldn't have been there, Science shouldn't have been there on when when Piastri would be cutting back out. Science shouldn't be there, but. He was, and Piastri was like, well, shit, I, if I cut back out, I'm ending both days anyway. Yeah. And it, Science cuts in, disregarding that, that there shouldn't be a car there, but he cuts in, and he ends both days. But if he wasn't there, then Science hits Hamilton. Because he, he no, that's he, why, that's he, why Science, no, had, that's why Science come, why he, cut, he, no, why he science, cut in. Science locked it up enough that he, he, he could have not made the contact. Well, but if he would have, if he, he you see him lock him up and then cut in. And then he cuts all the way into the corner. Right, but he makes he cuts him across the corner because that's how you go across that corner. Yeah, but everybody you else go is cutting back wide out. And then and you go across wide. See, that's the other thing. Piastri, and I can only draw this, but Piastri used to, I mean, Piastri wasn't, he was in the space on the inside of the corner, but if you try to drive through that corner on the inside. Yeah, it's not going to go. You're going to go all the way around yeah, onto the outside but he also through, could, through everyone. But because there. of. Because of science locking him up and cutting him in so early when Piastri would have cut back out to make that dive into the corner, he couldn't do that. So that's the only place he could go. Right. And if he if he breaks too much, he drops from I guess what is that, fifth to probably ninth. Right, but he saves his race. 
And that's that's my thing. I, I think in ninth, that, in ninth place, are you really saving your well, race? But, but I mean, yeah, the way the way because he, he, he would have gotten a point versus or two points with ninth is ninth two points versus none versus uh, DNF with the way the with the way the McLaren's ran with the way the McLaren's ran. Yeah, maybe I don't, not. I, mean, I, don't, I, yeah, I, don't that, I don't think he finishes in the points. Lando finished seventh. Yeah, I don't think they're finishing within the points he there. He may have finished eighth. You don't know. I mean, yeah, we, we I, don't know. I just think we, I we think also the, it, that's also like saying though that we don't know. Like science is probably going to wreck somebody at some point. So. Could have been. I, I think the the big thing is is that these incidents happen on turn one there at at uh, at Spa every single year. I, every I, year, I do think it's funny that uh, science, when he was being asked by a journalist about it, he's like, "I've tried the inside line seven or eight times, and I've caused a bunch of wrecks." We're like, "Yeah, uh, we yeah. know you've caused a lot of wrecks here. Plenty of guys have, have caused wrecks there." Because that's a tough corner for these cars but to go through. I also just think it's complete BS that science is like lack of experience on Piastri. When then at the same time, he's like, yep, didn't even look to see if a car was there. I'm like, you are the more experienced driver. You should be looking. Oh, well, see, that's, that's I don't, why. I, I don't think that a, a driver of a caliber like Leclerc, Hamilton, no, G-Russ, I, no, Max, I don't think Checo, that. Alonso, hell, Checo. I'll even throw in Botas, probably... Look to see if a car is yeah. there. It's the fact that science acknowledged I didn't even pay attention that he was there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, science, be better. But my, I, I, honestly, you know what? Don't be better because he sucks. But He did. My thing is, I think... I mean, I, I agree that a lot of drivers, the, the top-tier drivers don't make that mistake. Um... But I think that that was one of those mistakes. And like we said, racing deal that if you're not, but also I think a lot of those drivers, if you put them in Piastri's situation, they don't make that mistake. Yeah. I'm just, they don't get into that position. Probably not. And and I'll admit that he is, he is younger, but when, when the time, like I said, when the time comes, when the cars were cutting in and they cut back over, he couldn't cut back over for that driving line. And at that point he was out of it that if he breaks so hard, all those cars that have cut back over seeing what's going on, he loses a ton of spots. And you're living to fight another day, and obviously that didn't work. Um, where he was supposed to cut back out to make that turn, that is a you're never going to make that turn in the inside like where he was. You're right. But science shouldn't have been there. It's Honestly, science is like, hey, Piastri shouldn't have been there, and Piastri's like, he shouldn't have been there. They're both right. Yeah, and that's and that's what we mean by racing deal is that it's just one of those things that kind of happens, and you know you never know. I mean, it, it happens in racing where cars will collide; it's just inevitable. I'm and just it's saying. honestly, honestly, it's and I just I don't want to you know it's honestly the thing that is the most impressive about what Max Verstappen is doing is that he hasn't been involved in these things. Well, he's we've talked about it. He's matured to where yeah. maybe two years ago he gets involved with these and he wrecks out. But even, the, even the things that aren't like aren't his fault, you know what I mean? Like even the things that like hell, even guys. I mean, in the middle of dominant well, streaks, guys had just a guy around them suddenly hit them or something. You know? Well, we're we're talking about the um, historical races, and we we're talking about that race with Max and um, Lewis. And there's a big debate over who's at fault here. I could see both sides of it, but. I think if you put Max in that posi- Max in 2023, what year was that? 2020? 20, yeah. I so if you 20, take Max of no, now, 2021. if you take Max of now and put him in that race, I don't think yeah. that happens. I think that, I think that Max had the car to beat Lewis there and he, he tried to force his hand. And if he would have just been patient, waited, goes around, 
He passes. He passes Lewis. Are you talking about Monza? Monza. Or you're talking about Monza. Monza. I'm. I'm just saying that I think that, and we've talked about this. That I think that today's Max would be patient. He'd go around and pass yeah. him eventually. And we're seeing that growth in Max to where I think that's why we're not seeing him involved with that. That he's like, he can have this turn because yeah. this DRS, I'm just gonna blow right by him. Well, yeah, and that and that would be interesting to see this version of Max in that car versus that Mercedes because those two cars were very close. You know, Max didn't have that advantage that he has now, where he no, just knows I, that, like, hey, no matter what, I'm going to win. But I think Max now relies on his talent, not just the car. Like, hey, oh, I can outdrive these guys, right? And I think, that- right? I think, but he right he relies on too the other. I mean, you can see it in, in qualifying. Like, it, it's not he's not taking the pole by giant margins, I right? Mean, but what I mean is, he knows, like, in a, I mean, we saw it in the race. He knows that, like, okay, you know what? If I, I just just protect the car. Don't don't wreck the car. Don't force an issue. Don't put your nose into a situation where it's a 50-50 situation because you're going to get them eventually. You're going to pass I, them. I still think that even in that Monza race that Max would have had Lewis. Well, but, I, but that was quick... Lewis's fault. I mean, I think that was Lewis's fault. Lewis got oh, the penalty for that. We don't have time to get into that. I, he got the, a penalty for it. I don't know that he did. Stewards agreed. Well, he didn't no, give him stay, the stewards have never gotten it wrong. He didn't give him room in that, and that's what ended up with him on with Max on top of him. So did science give Piastri room? No. Hey, the stewards have never got it wrong, though. Well, the never. stewards said it was a... Yeah, I mean... Didn't the stewards determine a championship that was wrong? Uh, that was no, not no, the hey, stewards. They, hey, that right. was not hey, the, the stewards. stewards. Hey, the was, stewards, though. They that was this. race director Michael Massey. That was not the stewards. Oh, on Sky Sports, it says yeah. the stewards' decision on the F1 broadcast. Still, stewards' decision. I still don't know, but I'll, I still... Like, part of me... I remember watching that that day, and part of me, like, I loved it because I thought... I remember... I think I screenshotted the text it, when you said that you liked it because you wanted to see a different champion, I said mm-hmm. you're going to regret those words. No, I mean I, I, I still do. I still like to because it meant it meant that Lewis didn't pack didn't pass Michael Schumacher for championships. Well, I mean that's what it meant. Well, that the Lewis Ferrari didn't get fra- a- the Ferrari fanboy, whatever. Yeah. I, I, they got it wrong. Everyone unanimously agrees they got I, it wrong, except I, for I like totally agree six people wrong. that are like. The, the max fans that are too blind to see it but um we've talked a while on on like the first 60 the, feet of the this race so so well, it's because the rest of the race is boring well i mean perez makes a good so right after that perez makes a good move and he quickly goes into first does he make mm-hmm. a good move or is the car just that good oh the car was that good be I mean, that as it may he's on first right away yeah. um we talked about this first five laps were like, oh my gosh, Hamilton's holding off Max. Yeah, a little bit. I little thought bit we were going to get a race. A little bit I, of a DRS trade. Well, yeah. I thought we were going to get a race. DRS opens. Yeah. Um, Hamilton gets caught in a DRS train uh, where he loses the DRS, the car in front of him, but Max has it behind him. Max yep. just blows right by him. Charles opened up just enough of a gap to where Lewis didn't have that it second, was like, and it killed Lewis. like a hundredth of a second that yeah. really Yeah, he opened and, up but, I mean, just enough of a gap. I say exactly. ruin... Matt, uh, Lewis's race, it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Max was going to catch him and pass him, whether it was the sixth lap or the tenth lap. Right. Um, so, lap six, Max gets DRS. Lewis doesn't, passes him. Yep. No big deal. Uh, lap nine. Yeah, I was going to say Max got him about three laps later, right? Three laps later, he passes Leclerc. He's at second. Um, I'm, I, I took these notes. I'm like, all right, we're going to get a Red Bull battle. Lap 17. Max goes by his checks out. 
Team orders. I mean, for the most part, I yeah. think so. Team orders. Uh, Live 21, though. A small rain shower comes down. I hate to say this. We got a glimpse of hope that we get a new winner. Um, Max loses the rear end. Saves it. Only it, loses it was, like, a, it was an amazing save. Again, we were talking about a great rouge. Save. We are talking about a rouge. Uh, and when it rains in these cars, you got to be careful on the curbs and on the curbs and, and Eau Rouge is a place where you really use the curbs because they help turn the car a little bit. He was on the curbs and man, he almost lost it. Yeah, it was close. It was the, a great back save. End almost great save. Fantastic save. Absolutely. So, um, after that, I kind of stopped taking notes. I'm like, Max cruises to another win. Uh, I was watching, you know, you had well, yeah, o- you brought up Ocon, about- Ocon and Sonoda had a really good battle for a while. I was talking about, like, the top. So, the oh, Formula yeah. 1.5. We yeah. can go back to the Formula yeah. 1.5 now. Um, um, yeah, really, other than that, uh, you know, Charles had a, a pretty good weekend, and his ability to hold off the Mercedes really said something. He held on to a great third place win, I think, for how fast Red Bull passed him. Right. And, well, both Red Bulls passed him. But on the first lap, Checo... Great drive by Leclerc right. to hold off Hamilton. I actually have on here that my driver of the weekend was Leclerc. Um, I know everybody else. I, I don't even know who was the F1. Max was driver of the day. Yeah, well, boring as hell. Um, not even going to give it to Checo. I think it was Leclerc. Holding off the Hamilton was the Formula 1.5 battle we wanted yeah. to see. I mean, holding off Hamilton, being able to being able to put the, the car on a podium, love to see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Checo had a, a good drive in second place, really. I mean, it was kind of a ho-hum weekend. Like I said, you know, this, the 1.5 stuff. Ocon and Sonoda had a really good battle for a while. That was fun, um, where they were they were sort of going back and forth. Sonoda had maybe one of his best drives as a Formula 1 driver. I, I mean, he, he maybe had, this weekend was one of his best, probably one of his it, best. It was up there, probably his top three. Yeah, Ricardo had a decent weekend. He, no. he, made a, he made a couple. No. Where, where did he finish? 16th. He made, yeah, but he made a couple passes. Dude, yeah, I when mean, they were pitting. Right. No, Ricardo he made a, had he a made shit a couple, weekend. He made, he made a couple passes. He had a terrible weekend compared to last weekend. What? Who am I thinking of? Hungary. No, he, no, he, and hung, yeah, no, in Hungary he had a good weekend. He had a great yeah, weekend. He, a he, was, he, he fell back to last and he finished in 13th out of his teammate this weekend. He finished in 16th with he three made cars. He a couple passes on the, Al- on the other Alpine. He passed, passed the Gasly, safety cars that pulled off into Gasly, the pits. Gasly and he passed. Uh, he finished 16th. Yeah. They passed him right away. Where did Gasly finish? Maybe it was all under pitting then that I made. Yeah. I made a note about Ricardo passing. No, Gasly. Ricardo was crap this weekend. Oh, that car's garbage, man. Yeah, but so but they expected him to be better than Nick DeVries. Nick DeVries could have got 16th this weekend. Look, I love Danny Rick, but shit, I probably could have got last place this weekend. I wonder <laughs> I wonder what his what what his normal finishes are were at Spa if this was a you know, if he's always struggled here. This is a this is a difficult track. So, I mean, so the only the only two cars that finished worse than Danny Rick were Logan Sargent and Nico Hulkenberg, which the Fer- or the Haas were plagued with issues all weekend. Yeah. So Haas no. had issues. Williams had a really let down weekend too. Williams always has a let down weekend. Well, Williams had a good I mean, Williams had a great Silverstone, man. You're a, right. Yeah, you know what you're right. Great, you're right. They had a great Silverstone. They also have an incredible ad with Duracell. 
Yeah. And the the Union Jack livery yeah. is pretty sick. Yeah, no, they had a, they had a great Silverstone. They've, they but, they had a good Hungarian Grand Prix, I feel like. But, like, Danny Rick. Good. Danny Rick was supposed to come in and be so much better than Nick DeVries. I mean, he was beat by two seconds to Kevin Magnuson. He was beat by nine seconds to Alex Albon. Um, Yuki Sonoda finished 22 seconds ahead of him. So, I don't know. He was supposed to come in to be more competitive with Yuki Sonoda. This wasn't it. Last weekend, a little bit, but Yuki kept a, a, a better uh, a bridge to him with the time right. than this week. If we're looking at like time difference over the weekends, Yuki's ahead right now. The other thing is, I mean, I know Danny's been around the car and he's certainly been practicing, but he's not driven this style of car. Sure he has. This is a different... He was in a Renault and then he was in that McLaren. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the newer. Oh, the, I thought you meant just new, like, a, like this version of F1. I, th- I thought you just meant like an inferior car. I was like, no, He's plenty no, of no. I mean this version of F1 where it has the ground effects and it has, you know, it's it's a different type of race. I wonder if that's having an impact on it. It could be. I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating here. I, I mean, was he's surpri- a racing driver. It shouldn't. But. I was surprised though that uh, Hamilton got the fastest lap. He's pitted to put on uh, new mediums late in the race yeah. to get that fastest lap. Grab that extra point, even yep. though. I Max, mean, I mean, Max suggested it. Let's do pit stop practice because oh, he pulled out twenty seconds on Checo. Do you do you think that? Well, he's yeah. What he say? He came over the radio and said, "If I push it a little bit harder for the next two laps, I can come in and we can get some pit stop practice." Yeah. Do you think it's because the pit crew gave the fastest pit stop? To Checo and not him. Like, you think just, he's upset about that? I, I think it's just who. I, I don't know. I think it's just hubris. I think. Like, do you think? I I think I think he it really bothers him that he's like, damn, the fastest pit stop was to my teammate, not to me. All hail me. My opinion is he wants to win everything, and he he thinks, well, let's come in, put on softs or mediums, whatever, so I can go get fastest lap, so I can make sure. Which I think he already had at the time. Well, I think. I think I think he wanted to go in because not even the fastest lap, but he couldn't stand the fact that the fastest pit stop on record, even though it's the uh, same pit crew, went to be. his teammate, not him. Certainly, Again. yeah, that certainly could be. But I'm saying I think that his, I think that he suggested it so that he could lock up having the fastest lap because he could have pitted, put on softs, come out for that last lap, and and put in a a flyer and and nailed down fastest lap, and he would have been way longer, way quicker than Lewis's lap. But ultimately got overruled, which is good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why risk it? Right. Um, so I don't know if we rounded up this, the how everyone finished, but Checo finishes in second. Um, second week in a row that he's on the podium. So maybe he's back to his form. Maybe he's, all right, I'm not going to beat Max, but I'm just going to get there and be uh, did, be that support driver. You did know? you see that Christian Horner said he thinks that uh, – Checo is probably out of touching distance to win the championship this year. <laughs> like, no shit. It was after the second race, buddy. Come on. Right. Uh, I know there was at a time that they were like neck and neck, but we all knew that the team orders were going right. to not allow that. I mean, yet. not even team order. I mean, I, I think Checo let the pressure get to him ultimately. I agree. And also, I just, I, I mean, look, I'm a Checo fan. I just, I think that when you put him in the exact same car, you put him in a Volkswagen Beetle that's the same car. I think Max puts out a faster lap. I think, I think Max is a is a generational driver and will probably win everything up until 
2026. 2026, when some regulation changes happen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Leclerc in third, Hamilton fourth, Alonzo fifth. We already talked about it. Our bold predictions were kind of right. Um, one sprint race. We didn't say in the bold predictions that it was sprint <laughs> race. Right. We just said True. podium. We just said that. Well, we, you yeah. said you said podium for Oscar. I said top yep. six for for Gasly or for an Alpine. Sure. So, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Nope. Um, I did have a bold bold prediction about Danny Rick getting points, and I was way wrong yeah, on that. You were way wrong. Yeah, he was. For, no. Hey, forgettable drive. He was a forgettable drive. Yep. Um, actually, for me though, my forgettable drive of the weekend um, was science and piastri. And mine was piastri and science. They uh, well, yeah. They if if they would have just not done that, maybe they could have lived to see a ninth and tenth place finish. Really celebrate that. I I mean, ultimately, yeah. Like ultimately, I do think you're 100 percent right. Although on, like, you know what, though, they if they wouldn't have done that, if they wouldn't have done that, Lance Stroll finished ninth. If they both stay in, my hope was be that they would have bumped him out of points. Yeah, that's true. So Daddy would not have liked that. So, uh, Carlos, Oscar, if you're listening, you ruined that for me. Oscar, if you're listening. Carlos, your manager, your cousin, who everything <laughs> oh, is their fault. Man. Uh, you know, science catches a cold, you're blaming Ferrari for it, or blaming uh, Mercedes for it, you know, whatever. Science. Well, here's the thing. Science is an okay driver. He's a middle of the pack driver. He's not like yeah. a like science is like if you were to like you put science in the Aston like, Martin. Who is science better than Danny Rick? Logan Sargent. Mm, I don't know about Danny Rick. I don't know that he's better than Danny Rick. Well, okay. I would take Danny Rick over Carlos Science. I would love to see Danny Rick in a Ferrari. I would too. All right, so Logan Sargent, Nick DeVry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yuki Sonoda, I think he's better than Yuki. Ooh, my, my guy Yuki? Yeah. I think that Ferrari car is I think better the, than the Alfa Tori. I, I, think, I think Yuki in that Ferrari is better. I think the comparable is Esteban Ocon. Is science better than Ocon? I don't know. I think they're probably round about the same. They well, both Science has won races, two or three. Stop traffic. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's... So I mean, is Pierre Gasly. Dude, dude, yeah, well, Gasly's won one, and, I mean, that was a crazy one. race. But look at the... My point about that is that, is that you know, there's not very many Grand Prix winners in Carlos Sainz and Drive to Survive got groceries and put it on top of a McLaren scratching the paint. He deserves no wins. Yeah, it's just, you know... Disrespectful just yeah. to a... Anyway, hey, I want to go back to a quick stat here. Um, after Max wins, he becomes the second driver to win 10 of the 12, 10 of the first 12 races of the year. Um, I'm going to give you three guesses of to who the first driver was, but you probably only need one. Sebastian Vettel. 10 of the first 12? Yeah. Is it Schumacher? You want Vettel? No, Dude, Vettel was... Vettel in that... Schumacher. Uh, oh, Give me your Ferrari shoes. No, Vettel in twenty did not win the. the according to Sky Sports, it I was Vettel was uh, Vettel had the record for wins in a row. Yeah, but he didn't that win. Max broke. But I think. the 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 stat was is yeah ten. Of the he was the 12, second driver yeah. in ten of the first twelve, and Schumacher I mean, yeah, Schumacher being the other. Well, but also, I mean, the other thing is is in two. Let's see, that would have been two thousand. Four, 
2003. I don't know. That's just what the oh, stat okay. they said oh, okay. on there. I thought, I I thought maybe you had it on there. My point about that. that, during those years, they only raced like 15 races. or They probably raced 17 races well, back then. 10 of the first 12. Michael Schumacher and then Max Verstappen. I would have thought it would have been Vettel. Vettel, one of those two years, it was, I think it was 2011. Give me your Ferrari shirt. No, or 2013. Yep, yep. That Red Bull car was one of the best Dibs. cars ever built. Dibs. Replace it with the Red Bull shirt. Give me your Ferrari shirt. Are you fact-checking me now? No, I'm looking at the <laughs> 2013 season because I think that was the year that, like, I think that was the year. It was either 13 or 11 because 10 and, 10 and 12 were kind of close seasons. But I don't remember. Oh, no wasn't 13. That was. All right. Well, anyways, doesn't matter. No, Vettel won every race from Belgium on in 13. But did he win 10 of the no, first he 12? No, he did not. That's he right. Won. Okay. And I can't believe Kimmy? I can't believe you picked him over Schumacher. Well, it, it's because of this. It's because of those cars in don't, 11. Don't, and... don't blame that. Don't blame that. No, but that's, I mean, you didn't watch the sport as close as you, as you do now back then. I did. No. Well, I mean, of that, course, I was, I was. It was like, 2011. 2011, I was. Well, let's see. You were, you were retiring from your career, right. and I was just starting my career. Vettel uh, won. Difference in age. Okay. 2011. <laughs> Look at this. One, two, when three, I make four, some, five, when I, I gotta six. ask you. When I when I make some of these jokes, are you just ignoring me, yeah, or do no, you just not? Just okay. Right I don't even care anymore. Yeah. You're like, I, I get it, I'm old. Yeah, I do. I don't even care anymore. Right, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. He's not wrong. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, bother me. Whatever. Um, so it was 2011 was when I was thinking of. Sebastian Vettel won out of the first 12, right? Out of the first 12, you said? 10 of the first 12. I can see you doing the math over there, and it's giving me a headache. Where's 12? Where's 12? Where, hey, we need, we need Tim. Where's Tim? Tim needs Tim to come here and do some math for us. They only won seven. Hamilton and Alonzo and Jensen Button won some races that year. Ayo. All right. Let's. Mark Webber won. So, um, moving on. Well, yeah. Corey's doing the stats. Yeah. Um, we got the summer break, as we talked about. So, yep. the next race isn't going to be until I think, is it the weekend of the tw- 23rd, 25th? 25th. I always, I always end up looking at, yeah, it's 25th, 27th. I said 20, I don't know why I said 23rd. 25th, 27th. So well, the, anyway, the, so, so the we got a, Dutch Grand Prix is yeah, we, the 27th. We got a couple weeks off, so we'll we'll try to find some fillers. Shit, we might just get on and drink beers and talk nonsense. Absolutely. We, you know what? Roundhouse. We, we've never done, like, a lot of nonsense on the podcast, so maybe next week we'll do full nonsense. Yeah, we won't, like, it's no script, false. like, just go... We never have a script. My my our scripts well, are like, like I six make, but I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, exactly. Like same thing with me. Like I just make a bunch of notes about the race. Like no notes, just go into it. Raw dog the podcast. Oh, do I gotta mark that explicit now? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Nobody's listening. I feel this deep into this. the podcast. We're only we're we're st- well we're almost at an hour. Right. Um. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of some nonsense. St. Louis think, City knocked out of the League's Cup. Yeah, that, that sucks. was not good. That was not fun. But I think it might be for the better. Dude, I was at that game against Club America. I mean... It yeah. was so hot. 
It was, it was brutal. Absurdly hot that night. It was uncomfortable hot. Like it yeah. was like that game started at nine o'clock and it was like it was it was brutal. I've never seen players sweat like that. I've never sweat so much not doing anything. Yeah. Like I was sitting there just I was like, inside and I was sweating that night. I was at the armory that night. And I was like sweating. Oh, that's because you're there with like you and two hundred of your closest friends. Yeah, there was no there's not a lot of people there. Really? I would have thought it was pretty nice. I would have thought on a game night. I um, would have thought that too. But it was actually pretty open. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Uh, Club America. Yeah. I've said this before about certain fans in North America. Okay. Shame on you all. Um, Boy. Well, you don't need to, to chant Punto every time oh, that our boy. goalie goes to get... The, it was so bad, they started playing music every time Berkey would do a goal kick. Just stop. There, I've never. I've been to a bunch of city games. Before the game, Berkey comes on, and gives a message about not doing those chants. Club America captain comes on, don't do the chants. They do it anyway. Team plays music or or pumps music through when he's doing the his goal kicks. Just stop, just stop. Then I'm sitting across, like directly across from where the Club America supporters are, and I can see like a scuffle breaking out i didn't know what what happened and then afterwards i'm reading all the reports apparently club america put a sign the the club america supporters section they put a sign over like the scoreboard that goes around like the the upper deck and i guess the police came and said you you can't put it there and they said no so the police took the banner and then the club america fans grabbed the banner and pulled back and then it became like an actual altercation with the police which got physical, and then the police ended up having to pepper spray the fans. Yep. Like, why? Like, this is my biggest with with those teams is with the the chants and and the banners. Like, just follow the rules like the rest of us. Right. Like, it just frustrates me, and it's like you ruin a good experience. Other fans in the area because the wind was blowing. Right. Other fans end up getting pepper sprayed yeah, because get, you attack the police. Yeah. Like, just stop, stop the stop the crap. The- I mean, we've seen and we've seen that interaction time and time again in Mexico U.S. games. You and I have watched games after doing this podcast. I think during the uh, Concacaf Nations Cup, yeah, where they would stop games for Mexican fans chanting things like that. I don't understand why they don't. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I don't understand why they have to do it. Why it becomes such a thing where they know that you're you're holding up the game and you're stopping the game, but you continue to do it. That I don't understand, it, and I and yeah, the, I saw I I saw pictures, I saw a video of the Club America fans getting pepper sprayed. Again, you know, if somebody asked, ultimately, I think it's a couple things. I think it is they, you know, asking them to take down a banner. That didn't the banner didn't say anything, right? I don't remember what. No, the it just said. covered up one of the scoreboards right. that goes around, right. and that's like when you when you buy tickets, it says if you're sitting in these rows, you cannot cover these scoreboards. And when you buy the tickets, you click a box that says "I agree to the terms of St. Louis right. City SC's policy." Right. Like you agreed to it, and I think I think that's that's probably a little bit of a uh, difference in. Um, you know, in the culture of what you see at Club America and at, at the Estadio Azteca versus what you see here. A little bit of that. But at the same time, if you get asked to take it down, take it down. 
Just take it down. Just you put it, down. it up, and and from everything that I've read, and again, I could be wrong. I wasn't over there, right? But everything I've read from the surrounding sections were that when the stadium security came, they asked them politely. Right. They refused, so they got the police, and then they're they claimed the police used excessive force, and I'm like, well, if you would have just followed the rules. Right. They wouldn't have had, Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Th- there's a reason behind it. They also were setting off smoke bombs, which are prohibited in the stadium. There's yellow smoke everywhere, and the Club America supporters said that they did not set those off. I'm like, you think St. Louis City, when they're red and exactly. blue, set that off? Like Exactly. It, we, they absolutely it, set those off. And it's fine. I get that's your culture, but that's right. not here. So right. if you're hosting a game there, that's fine. This is also the same fan base that during the swine flu outbreak, they poured up a bag of pig's urine on Landon Donovan before a game and he got the swine flu. Um, so I shouldn't expect anything more. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, it, aside from the fans, Club America put on a great show. They dominated St. Louis City. They yeah. were impressive to watch. They were, they looked great. It, it was fun to watch them. Like if you take my fandom out of it, they were fun to watch. Um, now I wish that St. Louis City would have put up a better fight. Right. We talked about this on Sunday, I wish that St. Louis would have taken the Columbus game more serious because ultimately that was their, yeah, that was their thing. That was what kept them out of the, uh, you know, it's going to keep them out of moving on in the Nations Cup is losing to Columbus. It's, it's a three leagues group. cup. That's right, leagues cup, and they're already out. Though. Losing to uh, that, it's a three team group. So they're out, so yes, they were out of it. Now, I will say, though, um, Roman Berkey came out goalie for St. Louis City. He did say that he thinks the team needs a good break and they're going to take this opportunity to rest and come back even stronger for the quest for an MLS Cup. So maybe this will be good and we'll get an MLS Cup because I'm just saying if if you had to ask me, Leagues Cup, MLS Cup, I'm taking the MLS Cup. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think I think they need it. They need to get uh, Zhao Klaus back healthy. Joachim Nielsen. They need having Nielsen will help the team. He's coming back. He's legit. Giving He's, these guys a break. It won't be you know the heat's kind of broken for a little bit here. It won't be crazy hot. I think that'll be good for him. I think it'll be good too. Yep. That was my uh, off sport nonsense rant. I guess. No, I mean that's a it's just all valid points. So, you know, it, it's just every time. Um, just if if you're listening and look. I get it. That might be the culture there. It's not here. Just don't do it here. Right. Like, it's bad enough that we have to put music in during goal kicks. I've never heard that before. I've never heard that either. That's nuts. Um, You know, Berkey even said it was was odd to hear that when he's lining up for a goal kick, they're pumping music through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, home goalie, never heard that Hmm. here. Homage goalie. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that they, uh, I didn't know they did that. You couldn't really, I mean, I was watching on a big screen that the sound really wasn't on very well, so you really couldn't hear it. But anyway, good luck to them the rest of the season. Um, Women's World Cup, U.S. Women's team—they barely squeaked by. I hope they get their ish together. They've been struggling. They've been—they've been average for the first time in like two decades. Yeah, they've been Um, very average. Need to uh, need to get it together. Come on, Rosie, Rosie Lavelle, get it together. Um. Oh, I did have one rant I want to go on. I'm going to yell at the sky for a minute. All right. All right. July 30th, I'm at the liquor store. Yeah. I'm looking for a beer that I found in Colorado. I talked about it last week. Yeah. I've seen Oktoberfest beers and pumpkin beers already on the shelf. WTF, bros. Yep. Too early. Same. July. It's too early. I'll give the Oktoberfest a slight 
slight no, nudge early. because Oktoberfest in Munich starts in September, middle of September. So like, sure. you're about a month ahead. I give that. But like the nitro pumpkin stouts, the pumpkin stouts, the pumpkin ales, all this. Mm. No, no. Cut it out. Yeah, pumpkin ale should be served not not Halloween, November. November is if, pumpkin ale season. If it is not, if, if the leaves are not turning, if they're not burn bonfires going on, if it is not just a little bit cold at night, if you don't need to put on a jacket to go outside a little bit at night, I don't want to see pumpkin ale on the shelves. I don't think pumpkin ale should be on the shelves until 10, I'll give it 10 days before Halloween. October 21st is the earliest that it can be on the shelves here. Yeah. Because we've seen October, we get 80 degree days. You don't need it. That's true. November yeah. is the pumpkin. I, was, I mean, yeah, I always think of drinking pumpkin ales around Halloween. That's because you know, of but just I, like but it's Halloween. almost always like there's a fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, think about one of the best times to have like a pumpkin style beer, Thanksgiving. That's at the that's end true. of November. That's true. Like it's everyone's cold. like, oh, people drink pumpkin beers in October. They're like, I'm not really liking this. I'm like, Drink it at Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving meal, you got turkey, you oh, got the yeah. cornucopia of stuff. Drink it then. It tastes better. I'm telling you, it tastes better. I drink so many beers at Thanksgiving. Oh, well. I mean, it's just like a... I drink a ton of beers. That's always like when me and my dad and my brother get together, we drink yep. beers. And then we get up on Black Friday and we go by Bourbon County Stouts. Yep. And I'm like, I don't want to look at a beer for a week. Right. And then we end up drinking those that yeah, weekend. Here, let me drop $200 on beer real quick. And I don't even want these. <laughs> And then I'm glad that I bought them. You're right, exactly. You're 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 ecstatic that you bought them. Yeah, but you got like that dry feeling in your mouth, and you're like, oh, looking at this. Every year, sick. Yeah. every year, you're like, oh, do I need to get up? That's why our, the Webster Schnooks. I don't even want to talk about. It. Also, you and I usually hang out because we'll like we, we wake up. You gonna go Bourbon County style shopping? No, yeah, neither am I. Hey, you want to go to this liquor store? I think they got some stuff. Yeah, yeah. let's go. And then I've we go. And then you and I drive around and we yeah. go buy Bourbon County it's, stout. It's great, man. Uh, you know. I have, they put out some okay variants. I don't. I have no idea what they're putting out this year. It's too early to even look at that stuff. I'm surprised it hasn't been circulated yet. Usually, Goose Island posts that whole like. It usually, uh, yeah, I was gonna say usually, like yeah. right around now is when, or maybe end of August. Is you when know what? Maybe it's out, out, and I'm just like, I don't want to look at it. Yeah. I'll be surprised when I get there. Because you know when you, when you get there, they hand it to you. What do you want to buy? Like you don't pick it up and then like you walk. Like you walk right. up to the register and they're like. This is what you can buy. What do you want? And you have like, you can tell right away looking at it what you want to buy and what you don't. That BP on uh, uh, yeah. House, they still have 2019. I know, sitting out front. That is that is aged. Uh we should. You know what? I, I almost want to talk to the guy. And be like, yeah, one hey. more. They got one more year before it's capped its age. It's five years. It, oh man! So I almost want to talk to the guy and be like, "Hey, how much was this case?" Like, I'll give you 50 bucks. Right. And I'll buy all my Gatorades I'll buy, I'll give, free hockey. I'll give you, I mean, I already do that. <laughs> I'll give you 100 bucks for this case. If he says that, I'll split it with you. I, I mean, there's no, he's going to say no. I would be my guess, but. Look at the dust on that thing. I know. It's got to, yeah. There's no, I mean, is it, it, it is, you're right. It is five, is it 2019s that are up there or is it 2020s? It's it's twenty nine. Well, I and think it's twenty nineteen. They have both, but there is twenty nineteen there. Right, and you're no, you're right though. It's I mean, it's it's five years, and then the age is capped. Yeah. But also, like, if I were to acquire an entire case of that, that means that, that has to be drank this year. 
I don't know that it has to be drank. I just don't think it ages anymore in the bottle. Oh, okay. So, it doesn't go. It doesn't go bad. I've never let one age more than probably three or four years. I've got a 2018 in there. Hey, you know what? Nonsense podcast. We'll drink it. Yep. It's the worst that can happen. Yeah, you're right. All right. We'll, I'll, we'll I'll look. I'll pull that one out. We'll try it out. Nonsense podcast. I actually have an imperial stout uh, that I've been aging for a long time. Maybe I'll bust that out. I, well, whatever it is, for... don't don't get out those Millpod beers. That one, that one, that one got me super have, drunk. That I thing still... had to have been 19. percent We're uh, done. I still have mine. Yeah. Well, let's not drink it on the it podcast. Maybe, it maybe it'll make an appearance. Well, we'll we can't we can't do it with a Bourbon County Stout that's been aging five years. We can. I don't like that attitude. <laughs> I mean, we can. I just I don't like. I have a. You know what? We we do a, right, on this podcast. It. We do can do attitudes. Okay. We don't can't is not a word that we like in our vocabulary. All right, we'll do it. We'll uh, do it. Holy! I just looked down. We've we've run. This might be our longest episode. How long are we going? We're at like a minute twelve right now. That would be an hour twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's only a minute 12 yeah hour 12 yeah hey good catch wow it's yeah. late yeah all right. all right i've got nothing else i've got nothing else either it was piastri's fault See? oh come on